Hi, my name is Lynn, and I'm the creator of the blog, Living Large in a Small House. I'm passionate about decorating, entertaining, cooking, gardening, and organizing. Basically, everything that makes a house a home. I'm the wife of the handiest man in the whole world, and I call him handy on my blog. I'm mom to three grown kids, Kenny, who lives in LA, Annie, who lives in Dallas, and my youngest, Emma, who lives with us in the northwest suburbs of Chicago. So thanks for listening and tagging along as we live large in our small house. Welcome back to another episode of Living Large Podcast. Today, I have the pleasure of chatting with my friend, Amy, from the Vintage Bread Box on Instagram. Hi, Amy. Hi, Lynn. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm so glad you could be on with me today. It's a pleasure. Thanks. Can you share with our audience a little bit about yourself and where you live? Yes. Um, I am currently in Deer Park, Illinois. It's kind of near Barrington. Most people know that. Um, I'm right now a stay-at-home mom. I have been since I had my first son about, I guess, almost 11 years no, was he 10 or 11? I don't even know how old he is. 10 or 11 <laughs> years ago. Um, before that, I was in marketing, um, which I loved. I worked downtown in the city. Um, that was a lot of fun, marketing and advertising, a little bit of PR. Um, but we just made the decision for me to stay at home. And about two years ago now, I think I started my Etsy shop, which I've been loving that. Um, it's just something to do on the side because I love thrifting and shopping. And so in my spare time, when I'm away from my kids, that's pretty much what I've been doing. So we met on Instagram yes. and I don't remember ex the exact details, but I believe you reached out to me and said, I think we live near each other. Okay. God, I don't remember. <laughs> you don't remember either. <laughs> but we both share a love of vintage and we share a love of gardening. And that's yes. kind of how we connected. Um, and coincidentally, we both have three kids and our birth orders are the same, a boy and two girls. Two girls. Yeah. However, your kids are younger, 11. <laughs> um, I guess it's 10, 8 and 6. 10, 8 and 6. Yeah, and my kids are grown. My kids yep. are grown. So when you need help with those teenage years. <laughs> oh, I will. <laughs> I can already see glimpses of, of it coming. <laughs> yeah. So, um. I was really inspired by your Instagram page because of the vintage and the collections that you have. And I think I kind of somehow figured out that you were connected with Carol, who is yes. where I was getting my English pottery from at the mm -hmm. time. Yep. Now, do you still work with her at all? Yes, I do. Um, I haven't been helping her as much um, with her site and stuff just because I've been so busy and, you know, with my own Etsy and my own kids and life, um, I just haven't had the time, but I do, I do still get some stuff from her and visit with her. I mean, I've always kind of thought of her as my mentor. She's uh -huh. helped me a lot. She's taught me a lot. Um, so yeah, we definitely are still connected. And when did you start your love for vintage? Is it, I, I feel like it's something that's always been there, but can you share a little bit about that with everyone? Yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely pretty much my entire life. Um, I feel like when I was in high school, I mean, I loved it and all my friends would make fun of me and called me the old lady, the grandma, because I liked old stuff. <laughs> um, but I, ever since I was little, I would go um, antique shopping with my grandma 
and even more flea markets type stuff with my dad because he was so cheap. We would always just be out junking. Um, so it's kind of how I fell in love with it, but I didn't really appreciate it. I think until I got older and now it's, of course it's trendy, but I just consider myself ahead of, ahead of my time. <laughs> right. And you've kind of made, you've made a business out of it. Out Trying. Of, yeah. Something, um, you know? Yeah. I did see that funny little thing you did about your husband coming to you about your taxes. <laughs> oh my gosh. It, yeah. I've been pretty impressed about it. <laughs> well, it's a good thing. He a, has a full-time job and he, yes. you, you guys I'm, aren't paying the rent with, with correct. your Etsy shop. Yeah, no, we'd be homeless, <laughs> um, but it allows me to continue to shop, which I love. So I figure right, I'm going right. to keep shopping no matter what. So I might as well not be a hoarder and and still right. be able to continue to do it. <laughs> and I'm sure it helps pay for your, your, it pays for my habit. It, yeah. Yeah. Pays for your, yes. And if there's habits. something I want, then I can get it too. Right. So tell me a little bit about, I know about your collections, but let, tell everybody what your, some of your collections are, which are many. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> my very first one um, would be flow blue. I don't know when, I don't remember when the first time I saw a piece of flow of blue was, um, but I fell in love immediately. My favorite color is, has been blue my entire life. So when I saw that deep um, cobalt blue, I just fell in love. My grandmother actually, I think I was either still in college or just out of college, probably just out of college. She got me a book on it. And we would, when I would go visit her, we would always sit through and leaf through the book and pick out our favorite patterns. Um, so I've been collecting that since early twenties, I guess it's definitely my my longest collection um, and one of my favorites. Um, just probably four or five years ago, I discovered um, English advertising pots and I've been collecting those ever since. I love those. My husband gives me so much grief because it's essentially garbage <laughs> that people have been <laughs> digging up, but I love it. Um, I think the typography and just all the different pieces are so unique and to think that that's what they had their everyday products and versus our modern plastic. It's just, I don't know, it's kind of mind boggling to me. So that's definitely a big one. Um, those are probably my two prominent ones. And it's just here and there I've gathered, I've gotten a lot of diff different dishes from my grandma um, that I inherited from her. She had a lot of just random stuff. So I have a lot of her pieces that I just couldn't bear to let go to Goodwill. <laughs> You also have um, a pretty big frame collection too. Yes, yeah. I'm a frame hoarder. Um, I have, I've done a couple gallery walls. I did a, um, I got the idea from my aunt because at her house, she has our family, some of my grandma's photos and some of our ancestral uh, people and some photos. So I collected enough photos from flea market and even some from Goodwill and stuff and made a family collage with my side on one wall and my husband's side on the other and using the old photographs and our ancestors. And I, I love looking at those. It's pretty awesome that your grandma saved things and collected things with you. I, yes. my, my vintage is new to me vintage it's i don't yeah. i have very few pieces that i can say this was i don't think i have anything that i can say this was my grandmother's i have something mm. a few things that i can say were my mom's and are now vintage but um yeah i i i don't have a lot of that kind of stuff my mom was never a collector i i think her mom was 
kind of a hoarder. I remember when they passed away cleaning out their house and they, the things that they threw away break my heart now. Now, of course. And, and I I'm was safe. pretty little, probably 10 years old then. But I believe it's my sister who's six years older than I am, who reminds, you know, I think I see things through her, mm -hmm. her stories of the things that got thrown away. And because um, she loves to collect things like that, too. Yeah, I had two opposite grandmas. One collected everything and the other grandma. I mean, every time I came to her house, she would try to give me a piece of furniture. She wanted nothing in her house. So she I didn't get anything from her, really. Very, very little. I have some photographs. That's like the most that uh -huh. I got from her. So two different extremes, but, right. but I am lucky for, for my paternal side. Right. And I do have photographs. That's about the, the most that I have, but it, honestly, there's still a lot of them are just, my mom piled them into boxes and I just haven't just, had yeah. time to just sort through all of them. But one of these days, yeah, like yeah. everything else, <laughs> everything else, one of these days. So do you have a favorite piece or a couple favorite pieces? I know you love your flow blue, but is there something that sticks out in your mind? That's a real favorite collection. The, the, um, the dishes that I got from my grandma, it's not a, it's a smaller set. It's, um, left in it's, it was her left in, um, China set, I guess it's pink and green. I forget the, it has a name of the the china but yeah. i can't think of what it is yeah um but that's definitely a favorite i've i loved it ever even since when i was little um and my cousin remembers her actually using it but i never do i don't know maybe my cousin is a little bit older so maybe once their more grandkids started coming around she stopped using it i don't know but that's definitely probably one of my favorites just because of the sentimental reason. And I love right. the pink and green. It's to me, that's why I was drawn to it originally because the color combination to me is just different. So it's, I, I really like that. It's definitely one of my top ones. It's it, that's another interesting similarity because both of us love blue and white mm -hmm. and I like pink and green too. I'm really drawn to things that are tastefully done pink and green. Yeah. Vintage. Um, yes. When Annie and, got I, I married. Mean, when Nanny got married, I all the vintage that we served dinner on was pretty much all pink and green. Yeah, I love that idea. It's like I when you were doing that, I'm like, oh, I wish I could get married again just so I could like do all that. Have a you, vintage wedding. You and me both. <laughs> <laughs> so now I know that you love to collect things that have a story. And it means yes. even more to you if it has mm -hmm. a story. Sometimes it doesn't even, it isn't even so much the piece as the it piece. is the it's, story. Absolutely. Um, so what is some of your best stories? I, I, I've heard a few, but I don't, yeah, I'm not sure. Oh gosh. The most heartfelt maybe. Um, okay. I have one. My, uh, my maternal grandma, my mom's mom, she had a, um, I'm not, I'm not a big mid-century person, but she had this clock in, in her house from, I think my entire life. And it's a, it's mid-century. It's the brand, um, I think it's Syracuse. They kind of make that gaudy gold. I have a, a mirror in little shelf of that brand too from her. But she had this clock and I, I never really liked it again because I'm not super into mid-century. But after she passed, I was like, you know what? I need to have that clock. Um, she said that the day that my mom died, 
it, she could never get the clock face open. And the day that my mom died, the clock face popped open and it stopped like at the time that she died and she never could get it running again. So I, so I have that, I don't wind it or anything. I never tried running it. Um, but I did include that in my gallery wall. It's, I mean, style wise, it's different, but it means that just is something really neat to me. And it, it means a lot. So I like having it there as kind of yeah. reminder. You have another clock that you use a lot on your, I think it's from your dad, maybe? Or is I have a couple. I have, no, it's a different one. I have a, a wooden one that I have on my um, cabinet with my flow blue. That was mm-hmm. my husband's grandmother's. Um, and then I have another one that did come from my dad. It, it's a black stone. It's really heavy. I'm not sure what kind of stone it is. Um, but he got that. He said him, um, him and my mom would go to auctions when he was in vet school because they were so poor and they had no money. So they went to auctions just for a date night for something to do. They couldn't (laughs) buy anything, but, but they would just go and watch. And he said, he bought that clock there. It was like one of the only things that he, that he ever bought. I think he said he paid $35 for it, which was like huge, um, huge amounts of money when they were so poor. And again, that one doesn't work either, but he finally let it go and let me have it because I've been begging him for years. So I, I really like that too. Just it's, it's the stories. Right. The stories. So where do you find most of your vintage? Do you have any favorite places or any like go-tos? Um, for, for buying things for myself, um, literally hands down, my favorite store is Karin with Steeplechase. <laughs> I knew that she, was going to be here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, if ever I want something, she gets the best of the best and her prices are reasonable. Um, so if I'm looking for something for me, that's that's pretty much where I go. Um, for stuff to resell, I do work with um, a digger over in England. That's where I do get a lot of my um, English advertising pieces. I get buy directly from him. And, and other vintage that I look to resell, just out and about. Um, flea markets are big. Um, they are getting, flea markets have definitely, everything has gone up in price. Even right. the resale stores, flea, I mean, everything has gone up. But it's still, it's still your best bet. Um, so I try and do as much as of that in the summer as I can. And, you know, rubbish has barn sales and there's other area barn sales that I try to hit when possible. Yeah, I was going to say, I always, I, I don't always, but sometimes I find some gems from Jamie over at Rubbish. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's your best yeah. advice when you're making a vintage purchase? Like, um. I mean, it depends on, it depends on what you're going to do with it. If it's for you, versus selling, you know, there's a lot of things that I love and that I'm attracted to. I am an old lady. I love the dishes, but dishes don't sell. Um, I feel like you can't give those away, but I love them. So if you're getting it for you, just make sure you love it and don't worry. I think what I've learned is don't worry about if you have a spot in mind, because if you love it, you will eventually find a spot for it. That stopped me for from buying so many things that I wanted over the years, because I would be like, I don't have a spot for it. And then I would kick myself later because the few times that I was like, just get it. I always find a spot for it. So don't that I'd say that's be my biggest thing that I've learned is that don't think that you have to have a spot for it right away in your mind. Cause you'll find one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I th- something I learned from you is, um, don't buy it if you don't like, if you don't love it, if you don't love it, if you absolutely. don't absolutely love it. Like if it doesn't speak to you, mm-hmm. 
don't buy it just for the sake of sake because you think it, it's a good deal the thing to have yes. or whatever um yeah. in fact amy was the first person she turned me i had no idea what flow blue was until amy so you're <laughs> responsible for my little addiction <laughs> <laughs> and the very first piece I bought, I was in Dallas, Texas at a flea market. Yeah, I remember you sending market, me pictures. And uh-huh. I didn't know what I was doing. So I think, well, you're the experts. So I sent you pictures. <laughs> I sent you the marking. And you that's kind of when you said, if you love it, yeah, get it. But you also get said, it. I think you're getting a pretty good deal. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like that's one of the better deals I've ever got because it's a pretty big yes um, bowl with a lid and I think I paid forty dollars for it yeah that is now very they're good. in the hundreds so mm-hmm. yeah because they say especially with flow blue like the bigger the piece and even just ironstone in general the bigger the piece the more valuable because if it's not broken that I mean it's it's trying to think how I need to say this if it's not broken or the bigger the pieces they can break a lot easier you know Right. So they're so worth they're, more. They're more valuable. Because yes, because they're, they're more. They're harder, they're harder to find. Yeah. Whereas Which plates makes total are sense. a dime a dozen. The other thing that I think is interesting is um, how something I would have probably twenty years ago passed on because it had little cracks in it or that the crazing in it. I've mm-hmm. learned and that that actually can be a very unique, charming part yes. of having the piece. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's my favorite characteristic is the crazing and the stained. It just gives it, it makes, totally makes it one of a kind and you'll, you'll never find another one just like it. Yeah. And unlike you who have stories with some of your stuff, I make up my own stories. <laughs> to go with it. Hey, you gotta and do so what you gotta do. Yeah. You gotta do what you gotta do. Um, <laughs> I, I should probably put my stories on the bottom of mine. So when I'm no longer here, my kids can go, Oh, look, this cool yes. thing. And here's the story. <laughs> yes. My grandpa did that know. on a few things. He had his like, when he bought it, what he paid, who it came from. And he would just have a little piece of tape. Yeah. Keith's mom is still alive and she has um, a lot of old things. And she does, she not only puts the stories and dates on the back, which is very cool. She puts yeah. who gets it. Yeah. My <laughs> grandma did that. Yes. Uh huh. <laughs> And Keith, yep. the one thing he's picked, the only thing that I, I know of that he's picked out is a picture that's hanging in her hallway. And the reason he likes it is it has that real pretty beveled glass, kind of Gla- like yes. the piece that's in your dad's cabinet. Yes, <laughs> which that I get that. So I'm glad it got, I'm glad he's paying for it to get it fixed because he yeah. told me, he's like, well, you know, that's got your name on it. I'm like, yes, because that was my great grandma's. So how does the vintage that you buy play into your decorating? Because you have um, vintage, but you don't mm-hmm. have, you know, like you're not sitting on an antique sofa mm-hmm. in your house. Correct. I like accessorizing with vintage. Um, although I do, you know, and I, another collection of mine is antique drawers. So <laughs> I love pieces with drawers and that's for furniture. But when it comes to couches and chairs, I mean, I like, comfy, modern. I don't have any old furniture or well, old sitting furniture. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like accessorizing with vintage because to me, that's what makes it charming and homey and it gives a character. Right. And that what kind of one of a kind kind of. Yes. Look. Now yep. you've been featured in some magazines. Can you tell us a little bit about that? 
Yes. Um, let's see. Let, when was the issue out? A couple January of this year. I think it was when it was released. Um, I was in a country sampler. Um, was it farmhouse style or just country sampler? I think it was just country sampler um, for myself and another uh, woman on Jadeite Junkie, another woman on um, Instagram for our, for our collections. Um, they picked a couple pieces or a couple pictures that I had on Instagram. Um, and then I just talked a little bit about my collections, basically some of the same things that I'm saying here. Mm-hmm. Um, and last July, I believe it came out with the flea market decor. They did a Christmas section and I just had a picture in with that, with one of my drawer pieces and my Santa mugs, which Didn't is another it, favorite collection. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. You have Christmas Seasonal. collections too. <laughs> um, did they reach out to you or did you reach out yes. to them? They reached out yeah. to you. That's very yeah. cool. That's very cool. Yeah, no, yeah. I was floored. <laughs> so your house is beautiful. And if if anybody goes over to Amy's Instagram page, um, you maybe have to scroll through because she doesn't post it often. But the, the front, the facade of her house is just one of those classic... I don't know. Colonials. I yeah, it's a colonial with a little hint of... Uh, Georgian to it, I think. Um, but yeah. it's beautiful and it's white and it has the white picket fence. It's like the quintessential Barrington <laughs> house to me. Yeah. Like I, you know, I think. Um, when did you guys move in there? How long have you lived there? Um, this summer will be five years. I can't even believe it will be five years already. Um, and it's funny that you talk about the outside because when we were looking, we looked for over well over a year and there was nothing, nothing, nothing. And and I always said, I don't care what the outside looks like. I just want a good inside. And, and, and then here we found this house and it's pretty much all the outside. And the inside is good, but we, we've definitely made some improvements and I have so much more I'd like to do. Um, but yeah, it's funny how, how I kind of flip-flopped with that. But yeah, I can't believe it's been almost five years. Well, and spe- you bought, it was kind of stuck in the 90s, I would say. Yes, because it was built in the 90s and it was very orange and red and yellow color scheme. The, yeah, those bright, bright jewel, t- jewel yes. tone would be the only way to describe <laughs> it. Although I've lived through the 90s myself, so I've, I, I'm guilty of all of those colors. And um, <laughs> But you've done a lot since you've owned it and you painted over that. Yes, um, thank you. Yeah. So what would you, what, how would you describe your decorating style interior wise? It is, it is hard. I mean, I, I guess it's kind of modern farmhouse with vintage because, I mean, I try to keep it pretty traditional. I try to avoid when, when we redid our kitchen, I didn't want anything trendy. I just tried going very basic, um, I mean, I suppose you could consider my Navy Island trendy, but I'm like, well, the, I didn't want everything white and Navy's my favorite color. So I don't care whether it's in or not. Cause I love the Navy. Right. Um, but in terms of the counters and the backsplash, I just wanted very simple. Um, cause I'm not, my husband will say, well, we're never doing it again. <laughs> um, and, and the rest, I mean, I don't know, traditionally, I guess, I mean, I like the modern furniture with, with antique pieces, you know, Mm -hmm. mixed in there. And, but, but some of the, some of the antique that I have is, 
is, you know, from all different styles and eras. So it's hard to, I mean, I'm not eclectic, but I like some eclectic things. That's, I was going to say, I would call you a traditional eclectic designer because I like that. I, <laughs> I you, some of your, like your furniture pieces lend themselves more to being more modern. Yes. They work really well with how you've put together your tables and your, um, I mean, even some of your rugs, I think, you know, they're not like Orientals or anything. No. Yeah. They don't scream terrible, terribly traditional to me. They're more transitional. Yes. You know, so that Mm -hmm. you're marrying this, Thing, and you do it lovely. I, I mean, your thank you. I so mean, I, I question myself all the time. No, but you do, I you're, try. Doing a, you're doing a fabulous job, I think. And it, um, it, it just, it looks to me, it looks like a home that you can walk into and go, ah, you know, like it's just really yeah. cozy. I want it to be comfortable, and you know, because I have three little kids, we obviously live here. It's not, it's not a museum, mm-hmm. but I like my, I like my pieces too. You know, right. Right. So your closet office. Now I might have missed it, but have you completed? <laughs> yeah, because I can't. I'm like it's never clean to take a picture. We did. We did complete it. It's just right now pure chaos. <laughs> but it's good. I. I mean, even my husband said the other day, he's like, "You live in that closet now." <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, I. It's where all my stuff is." Well, I'm but glad to hear good. you're using it because I thought yes. maybe you weren't because no, I, you I, did you did a little reel or um, of you packaging things up on the dining room table and I thought did, she made yes. this beautiful space and she's not using it. Yes, um, no, it's where I got I did get a cool um, shelf thing from Karen, so I have that, and so that's where I have my Etsy stuff. We moved my roll top desk in there, and then the shelves that my husband built. That's where all my clothes are. So, Very cool. Yep. So do you have any other big projects on the horizon for the house? I know you just finished your laundry room or your entryway. Mudroom, yeah. Mudroom. Huh. Well, yeah. if it depends if you ask me or my husband, because we will both give you different answers. <laughs> That's same, same in my house, but I, uh, always, I seem to always win. Okay. The project um, that, I, that I'm really pushing for next is our basement. Um, it's, it's half finished, but it's it's horrible and it's really, it's laid out terribly. Um, I want to take a little bit of the unused space and finish that and just make it a nicer space for the kids. So when we do have people over, the kids can have a place to go. Cause I don't want a hundred kids running around up here. Um, so the, yeah, we have yet to agree on what exactly is going to be done, but <laughs> something needs to be done. There is a yeah. full bath down there, which is nice, um, mm-hmm. but it, it's just, it's terrible. <laughs> well, and a, and a basement is an obvious spot for kids as they get older kids. too, yes, because you want probably you like me, I'd rather have the kids want to come to my house. To my I house. Can, absolutely. Can, even though they're downstairs, I can still pop yep. down with popcorn once in a while, yes. throw down, you know, keep an yes. eye on what's going on. Where when, when they're teenagers and they go someplace else, you're basically yeah. you know, kind of just like, hey, hey, hey. don't uh-huh. know what's going on. Yeah. So that's, so. that's going to be my next step. I would love to do something outside. Um, little fire pity area. I don't know. He's not too king on that either. Bathrooms will get done eventually, but um that's kind of bottom of my list. Like 
our kid's bathroom is terrible, but they trash everything. So oh, I'm like, yeah. I, I don't want to spend money on that. Yeah. 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 Sure. So, but basement's the next push, hopefully. <laughs> So now we both love gardening and we're, yes. we finally had a nice day here. And I, I don't know that I mentioned, we literally live maybe five minutes away from each other, 10 tops. Yeah. Um, so our weather here on Saturday was decent for the first time this spring. Um, it, oh, it was you, perfect. You like, yeah, you like <laughs> me were outside. So All day, yes. Have you always been interested in gardening or did that kind of come with this new house? No, I had a really nice um, perennial garden at my last house too. I actually brought a lot over. Um, yeah, somehow my mother-in-law, that she has a really pretty garden, perennial garden. So she got me into that at our last house um, and I just kind of built that up. And it's kind of, now I just use it as kind of like my therapy. I mean, I, it's something to do outside. I love, I don't love weeding, but I love, seeing my flowers bloom. I do not have vegetables that I, I wish we could do a vegetable garden, but the way our yard is shaped, we have the only sunspot we have is in the front of the house and I can't put a big yeah, garden in the front work. of my house. No, not at all. Um, what are some of your favorite flowers to grow? Um, let's see, what do I, I love the different daylilies. Um, at my, I had a lot more variety at my last house but we didn't have deer there. And when I, when I brought some of them over, the deer just demolished them. Um, so we haven't had deer as bad lately, but I love, love all the different daylilies. Um, peonies, I've been trying to get some different color peonies because I just have so many of the pink. So I've been trying to do those. Um, last year I got a, I got, a, I've always wanted a magnolia tree. So I got a magnolia, I'm super excited for that. Um, I love roses, my grandma, had the most beautiful rose garden in her tiny little um, house in LaGrange Park. But I, I grew up with admiring her roses and I, I don't have the green thumb for roses. Um, I have some knockouts that do great, but she was the hardcore rose person. And I have one or two, but I, I don't do well with them, but I love them. <laughs> I, I love them too, but I stick to the bush, like the, the bu- knockout yes, because too. they don't mm-hmm. need the kind of pruning and care yes. that I just don't have one the time for or the knowledge and the knowledge skill yes. to keep up or with desire. those <laughs> or <laughs> desire yeah, because my gardens are pretty pretty big it's hard as it is um you'll have to come get some peonies from me because I actually have I love peonies too and I have quite a few varieties do you in my yard and a little tip I don't know if I've told you this before but deer out instead of deer off works fabulously oh you've got to get spraying like yesterday i I, really i've I've already sprayed twice the minute things start popping out of the ground they start on my like my day lilies they've already started really adam you have them more than than we do when they called them a year a couple years ago like i think my neighbor said he finally just saw a deer again for the first time in several years yeah, but. no, we've got a whole family. So yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I really have to keep up on top of it. So I, I know you don't have a vegetable garden. Um, no. And, but you, I think you do pots, don't you? Do a few pots. Like I that? do a couple on my deck just, just cause, um, which actually last year, was it, was last year COVID? I think, yeah, we, when the kids, we had the, they eat a lot of peppers. So we just, 
for science project, we planted um, the pepper seeds from our mm -hmm. little mini peppers and they all grew. So that's what we used last year. We got peppers from them all summer. It was great. Yeah. And we do, I do cucumbers because like those are our two biggest vegetables or that and we it's, eat. It's pretty amazing what you can get from one pepper plant. That's all. Yeah. I, that's all that I plant is one jalapeno. And not only do I have fresh, I cut them up and I freeze them and I still have oh, some last winter. Um, really? Because you can take them out and even frozen, they're great in salsa and hmm. pico de gallo and stuff like that. So, yeah, I do nice. that. Anyway, as we wrap this up, um, can you tell us something that about you that nobody knows or <laughs> most people don't know? Oh, okay. That you want to share. Like that you yeah, share. I know. We could sit here for like five hours. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm semi-transparent on Instagram. Um, well, I'll tell one that I don't think most people know okay, is that you I have a blog. Oh yeah. I, I always forget about that. <laughs> you, she yeah. has a blog and Amy is an amazing writer oh, and I will I put in that. the show notes how you can get a hold of her. She doesn't write often, but when she often. does, it's worth reading. And I, every time I try to write these words of encouragement, like you should do this. <laughs> <laughs> I know, you know, I, I would love to, I really would, but I, until something comes to me, I, I, I don't yeah, have anything to say happens. until it does. Yeah. I know you amaze me. You have something every day. You're like, how about this and this and this? And I'm like, oh my gosh, it takes me a year is, to come up with something. Yeah. The trick is to write down every single thought as you yeah. have it and like have a backlog of things that you can go through and say, go oh to. yeah, because I'm sure there's things that you think, I, you know, where I get my inspiration when I'm in my garden digging, oh, really? uh, you know, like the gardening Dude. to me, like you said, is so therapeutic. Yeah. I mm -hmm. you know if I'm mad at something, I really can rip those weeds out. Or mm -hmm. if I'm happy about something, it just fills me with more joy. It, a garden is, and I, I get tons of ideas because you're kind of by yourself in this so, tranquil yes. setting. And it just kind of just gives you, and I don't have the kids running around bothering Right. I was going to say in between me screaming at who's killing yeah. who. <laughs> yeah. So I don't have that. So do you have any personal goals for this year that you want to share as far as your um, Etsy or your. Yeah, um, definitely with Etsy. I mean, I'm trying to always improve, you know, last year was the first full year that I did and I thought I did well until it came to tax time. And my husband was like, no, <laughs> you spent <laughs> all that time and here's your end result. So, I mean, yes, definitely trying to do more and be, you know, better. Um, but again, the thing with that is you need the time. And with my three littles, I'm like, and the summer they'll be home. I don't know when I'm going to have time to do my thrifting, but do, um, do what I can, but definitely try. Um, do definitely get a few more projects done around the house. I need your organizational skills because I'm, I, I'm going nuts sometimes with my disorganization. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's a, it's a, um, ever evolving kind of a process organization. And I probably the toughest years I had were with kids too yeah. when they were little, but I definitely found that certain um, habits made it just much easier to get Easy. through this kid years because right. it is, it is really very routine when you think about it. And mm -hmm. so to just get the right habits, right habits. Place, it makes it work. Having that mudroom, I think, is going to be key to some of your I, 
you know, I like think so just too. Yeah. Getting them organized to go out the door. And then sure. you've mm -hmm. been through two years of unprecedented craziness that crazy. Yes. Just kind of took all the things you might have had in place that we're building uh -huh. on and just kind of ruined them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and gave you no motivation or energy because you were so distraught from having the kids home all the time and your husband well, home and, all the time. Yeah. And they could be at school one day and then be back then, the next yes. day. So it, it, it was a, a time of our lives that hopefully we just never see again. Um, yeah. You're telling me. But yeah. I mean, it was kind of a live and learn process for the world, I think. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, where sure. can people find you on social media? Um, okay. Instagram is, um, the vintage at the vintage bread box. I do have a Facebook page for that too. Um, I'm not as active on it. I, when I remember to share something or I'll share from Instagram to that. Um, and then my blog is whitebreadshrugged.com. It's based after my favorite book, Atlas Shrugged. I don't know that one. I'm going to have to look that up. Mm, she's my, yep. My dad made me read it by Ayn Rand. My dad made me read it in eighth grade and I'll never forget it. <laughs> and it's a big one. And then your Etsy shop, which I'll put that in the show notes too. Yeah. So people, and that's also the vintage bread box. Um, you can find and purchase uh, some of Amy's favorite collections are over there. So, yep. so thank you, Amy, for being on my little podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's fun. You're very welcome. It was fun. We could talk for hours, I'm sure. I know we could. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Living Large podcast, and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of the podcast, Living Large in a Small House. If you enjoyed the podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave these ladies a five-star rating. Check the show notes for any links and contact information. Also, visit livinglargeinasmallhouse.com to become a VIP member, which entitles you to the free resource library. And remember that love grows best in a small house.